Hello and welcome to episode 18. I am actually going live in my private group as a special bonus to them. It is a separate platform off of social media where I help them crush their goals so it only seemed fitting to have a special treat live of this episode. So today we're going to talk all about setting goals. And for a lot of people, I know that that's probably a foreign thing. As I was having one of my mentorship calls with one of my coaches this week, she said, you know, it's really strange. I'm 40 years old and no one has ever asked me to set goals like this because I'm going to walk you through something that we did last week as a team. We all got on Zoom together and we talked about and planned our vision board for 2021. At the time of recording, it is January 2nd, 2021. So it is the perfect time to be thinking about goals. I haven't set a New Year's resolution in years. I set goals for my years now and it's, I have been achieving so many more because even when I set a resolution, I would set one resolution and all of my self-worth was like wrapped up in this resolution and if I failed or if I stumbled, I had nothing else that I was proud of, that I was doing. I didn't have any other wins in any other areas of my life to compare. And so I just quit. I just give up. So I need big goals and I need my goals to be aligned with things that are going to make me move. And so that's what we're going to talk about. And I want to start this off by actually giving a shout out to someone who, a podcast that I love, your virtual upline with Bob. I just listened to his episode about goal setting. So I am going to briefly touch on a couple things that he talked about, and I can even link the podcast in the show notes. I highly recommend anyone listening to it, even if you are not in network marketing. But the biggest two, the two biggest mistakes that he talks about when people are setting goals is number one, people set goals based on their current circumstances. So they look at their current life and they align their goals with where they are now. But the problem with that is if your goals are aligned with where you are now, you're not actually going to end up anywhere different from where you are right now at the end of the year. And most people don't actually even set goals like we're going to talk about, like my coach. And it's not that she hasn't done things, wonderful, great things in her life, but she just does them because it's the next step in life. She just does the next thing, right? She just goes through the motions in life. Like she gets up in the morning, she goes to work, she pays her bills, she goes to bed. And for most people, that's the extent of it. But probably not you. If you're listening to a podcast like this, if you're in a group like this, if you're doing the things, you are looking for growth. And if you're looking for growth, then you have to set goals that are not where you are right now. So I don't care where you are and I don't care that 
where you've been or maybe you've set this goal before. It doesn't matter. Listen to me. We change the plan, not the goal. So if you had a goal that meant a lot to you last year or a resolution and you didn't get to cross it off, put it back on the list, but let's clarify. Let's break it down. Let's find the why behind it because if you know why it matters to you, it will even move you more, right? But we can reverse engineer goals. We can work backwards from them. Even if you set a goal that is out of your reach, first of all, nothing is. You can do literally anything you set your mind to, but you have to think bigger. You have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone or it won't make you move. If you're setting goals for a whole year, if you're setting a goal for the whole 12 months that you could accomplish in three, you won't move for nine of them. And you know that. So if it's health, it needs to be something that is life-changing, that is something that is worth you showing up for 365 days. It has to be more than a number on the scale. It has to have more attached to it than that. Are you paying off debt? Why? What does that mean for you? What does that mean for you if you're able to pay off that debt, right? So I do want you to dream bigger. Because if your goals are so big that you have to push the whole year, you will have already exceeded the goals that you would have set for yourself if you weren't pushing. So set somewhat outrageous goals. So the second mistake that people make is once they set the goals, they focus on the actions and the work that it will take for the goals. So first, this actually ties a little bit into the first one, is sometimes we're asking ourselves the wrong questions. We're looking at the big goals in the wrong way. So it even matters how we write the goals. Like maybe you want to double your income without working twice as many hours. Like be specific in the goals. If adding extra income or paying off debt or, or rank advancing or doubling your business or any of these things, if they send up red flags in your brain about, well, I would love to set a goal like this, but I don't want to work 16 hours a day. I don't want to work twice as hard. If you have that intention that you want to have that goal, but not work anymore, you will already be looking for ways to delegate, for ways to work smarter, not harder. Instead of thinking that you have to do all of this work, a lot of it is usually work that you're doing procrastinating from the things that you really have to be doing. So if you really have big goals, I do recommend finding a way to delegate. Um, if you're in my business, like if you're working with a team or a VA, something like that, I highly recommend. Focusing on the actions, all of the work, all of the things that you need to do is just going to, one, intimidate you. Two, it's not going to get you there. Instead, 
I want you to think of the person who you need to be to achieve those goals. What kind of person does that look like? That's what I want you to focus on. Because if you focus on becoming that person, because chances are if you have a goal that involves growth in your life, you have to grow. If you do not grow, you will not hit any growth goals in your life. So if you want to see your income grow, you're probably going to have to do some personal growth. If you think of the kind of person you need to be aligned with your goals, it changes the game. All right. So I will link that podcast episode because it's way better than anything that I just recapped. But I just wanted to give you a brief, like something to think about. Right. So sit on that. Like even if it takes you the whole month of January to get your 2021 2021. Yes, right. That's right. Goals. I don't care. I would rather you put some thought into it than just write something down because you want to write it down. I also don't want you to write down goals based on anyone else. I want you to think about what you really want. And for some of us, that's hard. Like if you've never had somebody ask you that. So what we did with my team in our vision board event, I'm going to walk you through this, okay? So you start with a piece of paper and you have five areas that you are going to set goals in. And this is the challenge because even when people say, okay, set goals, they usually just set a couple and they don't think about all areas of their lives. But we're not those people. We want to grow in all areas. So write down personal, financial, relationships, work, and pleasure. So what personal goals do you have for this year? That could be if you have a health goal, if you would like to, you know, I don't want to say that having a goal to lose X amount of weight or to get healthy is bad because it's not. Anytime you have a goal to better your health, that's great. But I want you to think about why. How will it improve your life? Because the weight has, it has to be about more than just the weight. It has to be, you have to know what it will do for you. Because it needs to do more than just drop weight. Right? So have something attached to it. And that might mean that you have to sit down and think about the things that are hard for you, the things that hurt you. And we've talked about this before in the podcast. You know that your life right now is hard in ways that you may not care to admit. So going forward, whatever this goal is, whatever you're working towards is going to be hard at times, 
But I need you to know that that's the hard that makes your life easier. So that is the hard that we choose. Okay? So personal can also mean, like maybe you are a runner and you want a personal best this year. Maybe you want to run a marathon. Anything health and fitness. I don't even have a health and fitness category. So that's where I would say that's impersonal, right? Maybe do you want to go to therapy this year? Do you want to do EMDR therapy? We just talked about that. Um, So anything like that, personal, okay? Next is financial. So are you in a position where you have the potential to grow your income? I am. I am not in I am not in a salary position where my salary is set every year. I'm in my I run my own business. So my income is varied on my efforts and and the efforts of my team. So basically if I'm if I'm showing up and helping them, if I'm doing the things, then my income will grow. So if I have an income goal, I'm an Enneagram too, I'm a helper. My goals have to be attached to someone else's well-being. I have learned this about myself, that if I have a goal that is just for me, and some things are for me on my vision board, and I'll get to that, but if I have a goal that is especially money-based because money is not a really super motivating thing for me, I am way more about like feelings and helping people, and that's a much better motivator from someone like myself. But so last year I wanted to pay off my student loans and that was on there and I did that, which was super freaking exciting. But we wanted to pay off our credit card debt and we did that. So my financial goals, I also had a goal to increase my salary or my income to a thousand dollars a week and I was able to cross that off my list not every week but I definitely achieved it uh, a dozen times and so this year it didn't feel appropriate to put a thousand dollars a week on there even though it's not consistent I hit it so if you're consistently setting goals you have to continue to grow your goal. Like your goals have to grow as you go. So this year, for example, and I'm just going to tell Beachbody does not guarantee any level of success or income. Everything is dependent on each coach's diligent effort and skill. So, but you know, I, I obviously I, I show up and I work hard for that. But this year, my goal is $2,000 a week because why would I put $1,000 a week on there when I know I can already do that? You have to challenge yourself because no one else will. So I'm I'm sharing specific examples in here, and I'm glad, you know, this is my personal private podcast. But I share this with you because I want to give you specifics. So another thing that I have in the personal, and I know there will be a podcast episode on this, one of the personal things on my vision board this year is a, a tuck and lift for my breast. Um, I have nursed two babies and lost 111 pounds after the first one and like 40 something pounds after the second one. And like, there's so much extra skin. And so that is something that I'm doing for myself. And honestly, that's like the first big thing that I put one big thing 
for me every year on my vision board. Last year, it was my MacBook, and I bought it, and I paid it off, and that was for me, and that is mine, and it's exciting, and I'm so stoked about it, and that helps me. So I have goals that are attached to other people, but I also have goals, something that is for me, because I'm I deserve to be rewarded too, right? You deserve to have something on your vision board that excites you. Maybe it's something that is totally a purse or something, you know, whatever it is for you. Um, you know, a nice Louis Vuitton bag or what, you know, whatever. So that surgery is $7,000. So it's going on my vision board because that's not something that I can just do, <laughs> right? So anything that you know, I, I have to have something big to show up, to push, to get myself out of my comfort zone. As someone who struggles with depression, anxiety, I need to be on that all the time. So the next category we're going to go over is relationships. I want you to choose at least three that you want to improve and then have a couple things about that. Do you want to have a weekly date night, a, a monthly date night. I know, you know, we don't know what it could look like, but you can do game night. You can do whatever. Um, so do you have a weekly family game night? Like what, where, how are you going to show up for your relationships in your life in, in this year? So are you going to call a friend once a week? Think about it. You know, last year, a lot of our relationships were, we struggled because our circles were were closed down and taken away. So I want you to think about what relationships and how you can improve this year going forward. And next is work. So any business goals, any work goals, maybe you're looking for a raise, a promotion, something like that. Think about your work goals and put time specific, like months, when you want to hit this goal. Because if you just have a general broad goal, you'll push it off until the end of the year right? And then because I'm going to cut off my video here, the last one is pleasure. So maybe that's where you're taking a trip, you're traveling, things like that. So those are the five areas that I want you to pick. And for me, I'm also adding a giving or a donating section on my vision board because it gives me all the warm and fuzzies to be able to give to others. So that will also push me to show up and do things for other people when I don't want to. I want you to pick a word for 2021 that suits you, that speaks life to you, that makes you want to be better. And think about a slogan, your hashtag, if you will, right? Like I want you to start thinking about the person who you need to become to make these things possible to make these things happen you are so much more than you than you give yourself credit for than you've probably ever pushed yourself to be i know before this business before coaching i only set new year's resolutions based on weight or maybe it was to quit smoking or maybe it was to quit drinking or so it was either that I was giving up a bad habit or I wanted to feel different about myself but I never really thought about what relationships I wanted to improve in my life 
or the kind of person that I would need to be to make those goals a reality. And so even shifting your mindset to thinking about the person who you want to be, and not just the person who you want to be, the person who you need to be to reach those goals, for those to become a reality. So I really do want you to make this vision board. I want you to make it. You can do it on your computer and save it as your backdrop and on your phone. Mine is the backdrop of my computer, of my MacBook that I bought myself that was on there last year. And even though, you know, 2020 was a crazy year, but when I was prepping for 2021, because I always look back over last year, one, to evaluate how did I do on my goals, two, on the goals that I didn't reach, and this is important, I evaluate. Because if I was doing something all year and I didn't hit that goal, then I don't want to keep doing that thing for the second year in a row and not hit it again. So... That is exactly what I'm talking about when I say we change the plan, not the goal. You know what? I'm going to give you guys a little exercise to do. You know I love to give you things to implement that you can actually do in your life to see change and growth other than just listening to podcasts. So grab a piece of paper, pause if you need, come back, and I'm going to need three things for each of these that I'm going to give you each of these categories. I don't even know. Whatever. Um, I So this is coming from Living Your Best Year Ever. It's a workbook journal by Darren Hardy. And I love him. He is the author of The Compound Effect. I can also link this. I... I think it was an Amazon purchase. Uh, but anyways, I'll link it in the show notes. Because it is a great workbook, especially if you are, if you have big goals, you should be, you should have a planner, you should have a workbook, you should have a journal. I have a planner for my social media that actually helps me plan out what I want my social media to look like week by week because it is part of my business. I don't just throw spaghetti on the wall and hope it sticks. I make a plan, I have a flow, I want to make sure that I'm offering value and what my audience needs and comes to expect from me. So because I have depression and I often get wrapped up very much in my feelings, I do so much better when I have a plan because then it's not just, oh, well, what should I share today? Well, I feel like crap, so nothing. Um, that way I always have, you know, a quick recipe or honestly, I share a lot about just like things like this in the, in my podcast. If I'm having a really bad depression day, you're going to see it on my social media. I'm going to show up in my stories and talk about it. I will probably be in a post because I don't believe in hiding and that's for my benefit and yours. I know that personally, if I stay in my head, You know, the narrative up there is nothing but nasty and negative. And if I don't stay in my head, one, I'm helping other people who are also stuck in their head because they're thinking the same things. And when they realize it's not just them, 
It helps them see them for the lies that they are. So it helps me and it helps other people. And it really, honestly, I, I, I thank coaching for that all the time because it's given a purpose to the things that used to to bring me down. And I'm just very grateful for that. But it has also encouraged me to do things like make vision boards and get workbook journals and do personal development. Like I didn't do any of that stuff before coaching. Those tools were all given to me from this business. So I am very passionate about it. And you may hear me talk about it more. And you know, it is what it is. I love it. And I would not, I would literally not be here. This podcast would not exist. None of the things in my life would be as they are today if it weren't for this business. So, and it is absolutely one of the biggest components that got me through 2020. (laughs) Cannabis being one of the other. (laughs) All right. So grab that piece of paper. Um, I've rambled for a while, so you should have been able to grab it by now. I am most proud of these three accomplishments from last year. So what three things are you most proud of? Three greatest lessons I've learned from last year are three greatest lessons, three personal improvements I have made in the past year. Did you, what everyone has made, or at least I hope you've made three personal improvements and maybe you haven't because someone who buys this journal is obviously on a growth journey and maybe you're not, but maybe this is an eye-opener for you that maybe you should be on this journey, all right? So even if you don't have three things, really try your best to get at least one and that be a focus for the next year. If I could go back and do it again, I would do these things, these three things differently last year. So we're still in that Year review from last year. The greatest influences, products, people, viewpoints, other, on me in the last year were. So maybe this is a mentor. Maybe this is a podcast. Maybe this is a therapist. Maybe this is cannabis. You know, what What helped you get through and had the greatest influences on your life last year? Smartest decision I made last year. Top three. Smartest decision. Most caring service I performed last year. I love this one, of course. It's no question. What were the top three biggest risks that you took last year? Most important relationship improved. Top three. One word that best sums up and describes last year's experience. I want to say be kind, but it was 2020, so be honest, okay? And that's fine. But here's what I'm going to say. If you have something negative to say on this line, then you better write things in all of those categories and you better set some goals so that it's not the same thing because I know that 2020 shit on us all. I know that, but there are people who have grown and there are people who have taken even horrible things this year and turned them into something positive. You can't, I say this all the time, you can't control what happens to you, only how you react 
to it. Three things I need to do less of next year are. So what three things do you need to do less of this year? Three things I need to do more of next year, this year. What three things do you need to do more of? And lastly, three things I need to stop doing all together next year are. Those last couple, I need all three. What are three things that you need to stop doing all together? And sometimes this is hard. It can be hard, but I need you to know why you need to give up those things. You know, I was just taught, and I'm not, I'm not trying to out anyone, but when I have great examples, I share them because sometimes specific examples help people understand and they, they trigger a memory or a feeling to a situation in their own life. So I have this gentleman friend on Instagram, him and I talk all the time about, you know, he's has chronic pain. We talk, we have a lot of things in common and he was telling me how he wants to get healthier. He wants to feel better. But money is the biggest thing holding him back. And I'm, I, you know, I, I don't bullshit about anything. And I said, okay, well, let's find the areas in your life where you're spending money where we can stop. Because your health is a super big fucking priority. I don't care. Like, it just is. You only get one life, one body, one shot. And if you spend 30 years fucking it up, guess what? You can reverse most or all of that damage in like a few years time. It doesn't take nearly as long to undo the damage as we spend doing it and suffering in our excuses. So the first thing he comes back and says is that him and his wife both smoke cigarettes. And I said, that's literally your answer. I said, not only is it going against the goals that you want, it is making you unhealthier. It is keeping you sick and it is keeping you from moving and exercising, but it is also expensive. It is also where you are spending your extra income so you don't have money to put towards your health. So with one thing, if you could give up one thing, you could solve both of those problems. Sometimes you just need to break it down. Sometimes you need someone else to tell you what you already know. So, we are going to make a vision board, we are going to hang it up somewhere in our house, and we are going to send a picture to someone we love. We are going to share our goals, we are going to be publicly publicly accountable, and we're going to show up because we deserve it. That's it. That's all I have for you guys. I want you to think big. I want you to explore all areas of your life. 
I want you to challenge yourself and I want you to think about who you want to be when you're ringing in the new year for 2022. Because if you're constantly focused on that person, your brain will find ways for you to become more like them. You're, you will start to see opportunities to get you there. But if you're so focused on the actions, they can get in our way a lot of times. Procrastination is a big problem. And our brains can be very difficult sometimes. But what you focus on is what you will find. So if you're constantly focused on the person who you need to be, that person needs to be confident. That person needs to be dedicated. And that way it's not attached to numbers or anything else. Because if you need to be dedicated, then what does dedicated look like? Dedicated looks like showing up when you want to and when you don't. That's the kind of person that you need to be. So you're going to show up whether you want to or not. And guess what? Those goals are just going to happen. Because you are becoming the person who gets shit done. So your goals need to align with something that is going to make you have to move and change and become better and someone who you aren't right now. I don't mean a different person. I mean a better version of you. I mean more you than you are right now. Maybe you've been going through the motions. Maybe you've just been living this life one step at a time. But that's over now. I don't want you to settle for that one more year. So even if you are in a situation where you don't have control over your income, you can still have goals. What are you going to stop? What are you going to give up? Where are you going to find the extra income if you want to pay off debt? If you want to reduce spending and if you want to start budgeting, that can be a goal. Right? Maybe you've never done that. Maybe you want to put away so much for a savings. Maybe you want to take a trip. All of these things are going to require you to show up in a way that you did not last year. And sometimes that's enough. My goals kept me showing up when I didn't want to. And I'm so freaking glad that I set them. I'm so glad that I got on a vision board party last year and that I made one and that I stared at it every single day, whether I was thinking about it or not. I have crossed off three-fourths of my list and I didn't even go back every quarter and reevaluate, but every time I opened up my computer, it was looking at me and I saw it. And subconsciously, it was there. So it also needs to be somewhere where you're going to see it. This is not something that we do once and then we don't come back and look at it until the end of the year. Nothing will change. You have to do the things. You have to show up and try to be that person every day. Here's the thing. You can't really fail. You just try a little harder the next day. Because this isn't about a number or a quota or a pant size or a trip. It's about you. 
living your life more authentically, more like you than you have ever been. All right. Fucking love you guys. I hope this was helpful. I can't wait to see your goal boards, your vision boards. I can't wait to hear about them. I can't wait for you to crush them and cross things off the list. Maybe even give yourself a reward system. Every time you cross something off, you get to do blah, 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 X, Y, Z, buy X, Y, Z. And it doesn't have to be. I want you to also get away from thinking that celebrating has to be food and alcohol. You can celebrate all different ways. I like to buy myself a new pair of yoga pants because I freaking live in them or a fun, you know, new pair of shoes or whatever floats your boat. Like it does not have to be. I don't listen. I'm a health and fitness coach. I don't want you to base food as fuel. It's not a reward. It's not something that we take away. So that's kind of leading into our next podcast. I will be sharing my personal journey on losing 100 pounds. I'm going to title it What It Takes to Lose 100 Pounds. Maybe, actually, maybe it'll be the person I became when I lost 100 pounds. Because honestly, that's the part I'm most proud of. It's not the weight. Is the person I became in the process. So stay tuned. I'm super excited to share my journey with you guys. I don't know exactly when I will be recording, but I'm hoping it's in the next couple days. I am banging them out here in the new year. So thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share. Happy fucking new year. I love you. I'm so proud of you for showing up, listening to this podcast, for making the goals, setting the goals, pushing for the goals, and doing the work you need on yourself to become the person who you were always meant to be. See you soon.